0: You are listening to Grace and Mercy Podcast, the podcast for people who want to know the grace of God. I'm your host, author Darlene Bojek, and in this 30th episode, we are going to finish hearing what Philippians has to say about grace. Chapter 2 is, uh, we have seven times that it's mentioned there. Chapter 2, verse 2, starting at verse 1. So if there's any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the Spirit, any affection and sympathy, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Um, Philippians 2 is famous for this passage about Christ, isn't it? And so it says, make my joy complete. Complete my joy. So um, why would Paul say complete his joy by being of one accord. Because he recognizes joy in, in God's uh, working in them. For him, it, it brings some great joy to see this functioning of grace in their life. Then we have verse nine, which is the word kerizomai again. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name and where is the word where's the word grace in there do you hear the bestow to give that's the giving word Karizomai karitsomai has given him the name that is above every name so this we see is god um, it's extending favor freely giving freely god freely giving himself gracious Uh, showing himself gracious kind and benevolent god has highly exalted him and graced him graced on him the name that is above every name so god gives grace to christ here gives that favor or that a gift to him recall in the old testament we see the word grace is used kind of as a space between please and thank you right so this is a gift that's given to Christ. You remember there's that verse in Daniel where he sees the ancient of days and one comes to him and to him is given all glory and honor and power and uh, this is um, this is that this is a reference to that um, that event therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name. We also see that in Revelation. Next verse 17 and 18 even if I am to be poured out as a drink offering upon the sacrificial offering of your faith I am glad and rejoice with you all likewise you also should be glad and rejoice with me so the the word there is um, sharing his joy rejoice and share my joy rejoice um, and share your joy and this word is the, um, the rejoice is the uh kairo and share my joy is that word sung kairo. Sung which is S U G you know the Sung is with together, with together, the with together of of joy. Uh, sharing God's grace with another person so that you both rejoice together, mutually participate in God's favor or grace. I mean Sung Kairo is is essentially churching right it's gracing each other gracing with each other sharing this joy sharing the recognition of the grace of god together and so and here he is he's talking about being poured out as a drink offering he's talking about the end of his ministry and he's saying that even if i'm going to be poured out on the sacrificial offering of your faith I'm glad and rejoice with you so you should be glad and rejoice with me right so this even this is a joy, a cause for joy because it's the grace of God I mean honestly Paul's great service and suffering is related to my faith and your faith as well if he hadn't gone through what he did if he hadn't risked what he had we wouldn't have the Bible and we wouldn't have the the teaching and we wouldn't have um, the gospel wouldn't have gone this was God's perfect uh, perfect way to bring the gospel to us and you know in another uh, indirect way the people don't die for a lie that they know is a lie so the the manner in which he suffered is a message to us about the that he didn't make this up, right? I mean, people will die for a lie that they believe is true, but people don't suffer the way that he suffered for a lie that they know is a lie. So this is another, it's, it's a sacrifice and service for our faith. In verse 28, uh, chapter 2, verse 28, has the word kairo. Here it is. I am the more eager to send him, therefore, that you may rejoice at seeing him again, and that I may be less anxious. Um, Continuing, so receive him in the Lord with all joy and honor such men. For he nearly died for the work of Christ, risking his life to complete what it was lacking in your service to me. So we have rejoice there and we have joy. Receive him in the Lord with all joy and you rejoice at seeing him again so there's a the relational aspect of people who are bringing the gospel of grace the the relational aspect also brings us joy because we're actually receiving them as that gift from god chapter three one time that the word uh, grace is used just in the first verse finally my brothers rejoice in the lord to write the same things to you is no trouble to me and is safe for you. And then he enters on a section of um, warnings and, and exhortation. But it starts with the exhortation to rejoice in the Lord. And I encourage you to take a look at, um, at chapter 3 because he, he is talking about this um, in chapter three of Philippians, he's talking about this this um, difficult journey that is Christianity, and and how uh, we need to be pushing and and being strong in those uh, in those difficulties, keeping our minds on earthly, uh, keeping our minds on uh, spiritual things, uh, because I mean, in the context of this, this word joy and rejoice. And grace. In that context, we see that sometimes, alongside of the joy comes the uh, difficulties, which aren't necessarily joyful. But we're supposed to rejoice in our, in our sufferings because we know it's part of this bigger thing. I think that's the the key: knowing it's part of the bigger, the bigger thing. Okay, chapter four is the um, the last we have. Uh, five occurrences of the word joy of uh, the word grace in Philippians four starting with verse one therefore my brothers whom I love and long for my joy and crown stand firm thus in the Lord my beloved so like I said chapter three was about standing firm and he calls these people whom I love and long for my joy and crown my joy and crown okay in the context of joy how are we or how was were the Philippians the joy remember it's grace recognized as a minister of Christ he saw them as the evidence of the grace of God and he rejoiced he was he directly saw them as the, the evidence of God using him in his life and their changed lives and they're participating in this in the rejoicing together with him in the the receiving grace and and sending grace out with thanksgiving and joy and rejoicing together with other Christians the the functioning of grace in the world like I've I've shown the analogy of like a water cycle it's coming down it's going out and it's it's going back up right so the grace he sees that and they are his joy because they are now part of that they are entering into this functioning of grace in the world chapter uh, four verse four two times it's mentioned rejoice in the lord always again i will say rejoice okay and it says let your reasonableness be known to everyone the lord is at hand do not be anxious about anything but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to god and the peace of god which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in christ jesus and here we have um it says rejoicing don't be anxious you know, we bring our requests, our prayer and supplication. We're bringing our requests to God, and what happens is the peace of God. You remember what we said at the beginning: the peace of God, the shalom of God will guard our hearts. Um, we're we're coming with with supplication and with thanksgiving. There's the eucharisteo, and the peace of God will come. So grace. And peace, to us is is this uh, participating in this this thing that God is doing on the world in the world. Verse ten, I rejoiced in the Lord greatly. That now at length you have received you have revived your concern for me. You were indeed concerned for me, but you had no opportunity. So he rejoices that they were concerned for him. So you see. He got joy from seeing their concern. He, he was suffering, right? So He is rejoicing that, that their hearts are moved for Him. Our compassion for other people gives them relief in their difficulties. Then we have the last one, the last occurrence in Philippians is verse 23. The grace of the Lord Jesus christ be with your spirit and which one is that 23 it is the noun form of caris, which is um, the lord's favor freely extended to giving himself away to people because he's leaning toward them so the grace of the lord be with you god's may god's leaning may god's favor be with you so as we see, the, the essence, the heart of the book of Philippians just carries with it this functioning of grace, and we, we learn about it from Paul, his, his using the word, the conjugates of grace in his writing, he developed by practical Experience, he understood how grace works and he taught um, that we are saved, we're saved by grace through faith. Well, that's it for this episode 30. I know it's been several, um, quite some weeks since I had the previous episode 28. We've been um, inundated with uh, wonderful guests, and uh, my daughter got married, my son dropped him off in college and we are now getting back to normal life and so now I can get back to my my podcast I really missed um, I missed this podcast I missed um, doing this um, investigative Bible study together with you on my trip around America I did come across several people that were telling me that they really enjoyed the podcast and I wanted to encourage you that if you're listening to the podcast it's really helpful for me to know that you are listening. So there's one big thing that you can do for me. Um, would you just click on to the source or wherever you here in this podcast if it's if it's Apple or if it's on I mean if it's on like iTunes or if it's on Spotify just give it a star rating and make a short little comment so other people will see it. Um, right now I have uh, no comments because as a lot of the listeners said to me they're kind of a little shy and hesitant to write anything or to to review anything so why don't you just do that for me? That would be a wonderful service and a help and encouragement and I would rejoice in your um, in your comments because that lets me know that you appreciate um, that we are studying the scriptures together and studying the word grace together. Well, let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the book of uh, Philippians. Thank you that we could learn um, how to rejoice in our suffering and how to encourage one another and how encouraging uh, people who are suffering um, brings joy to them. I pray that you would um, bless us in all that we do, that we would be active participants in this grace machine that you have made the church to be. Receiving grace, um, first of all, that you gave yourself and that we receive that great gift of the Word become flesh and we, um, we rejoice and we thank you for all of your kindnesses. And then we, we reach out to bring that joy Uh, to others and to share joy with others and to rejoice together with others in the grace that you've given. And we send that back up to you in thanksgiving and and gratefulness. I thank you that you have made us to be partners in this and keep using us in this world to bring light into into sorrow and into darkness, um, that we could bring your light and your joy. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, that's it for this time. Thank you for listening to Grace and Mercy Podcast, episode 30 with Darlene Bojack. Don't forget to write your reviews. I look forward to reading them. All right, take care, guys. Bye-bye.